Hi, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am your host. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, I'm going to be discussing religion versus spirituality. Religion, essentially, is an ideal utopian world. And because it's not necessarily translating in the practical world as something that is healthy, that is ideal, um, it very easily gets jaded and manipulated by spiritual narcissists. And I would argue that most religions nowadays, I would argue all of them, are have become hijacked by the narcissistic dynamic and are, as a result, are ineffective of really being uh, what they were designed to do. So this is not necessarily uh, the people who are in it. Many people who are religious are great people. They have good intentions. Uh, they're actually striving to be closer to source, to God. But I do believe that those who are leading it uh, are, in fact, many, many instances are, in fact, spiritual narcissists. And as a result, they render religion a proxy for narcissistic abuse, spiritual abuse, and religious abuse. So the way I see it is that religion serves as a function. Uh, it helps bring people together for a certain cause, usually to serve higher consciousness or higher, uh, higher uh, to source or God. Uh, in theory, it's a it's a fantastic idea. It's a brilliant idea. Um, it becomes an issue when it serves as a defense mechanism against sh uh, shame, specifically sexual shame, uh, fear of abandonment, and uh, essentially helps a person avoid exploring their true self. So in many instances, religion is used as a soothing agent for many existential fears, fear of the unknown, fear of abandonment, uh, as a result of having a strong, dogmatic, controlled, religious, uh, sort of rigid uh, way of being with many rules, it becomes a, a way of almost seeking safety and safety from these very painful, uh, infinite type questions, uh, like why does the world exist and where, what, what is going to happen in the afterlife? So as a result, it becomes a proxy for control, manipulation, and power. Now, highly abusive spiritual narcissists and people with a God complex who essentially have no problem exploiting anything, specifically uh, God and higher consciousness, they do so in the worst way. And it usually attracts people who have, like I said, these deep fears of abandonment, usually the father wound, and people who are struggling with authority and have a difficult time governing themselves. Again, this is not always the case, but these are some of the issues with religion and how sort of bad it can go and how it can uh, become a, a massive problem. And I do believe that religious uh, groups or religion starts off with good intentions, but it usually becomes a cult because usually there's a power issue. People with big egos get in the way and it becomes very cult-like. You know, the spiritual narcissist usually will be attracted to religious groups because they can kind of shapeshift and manipulate things spiritually and hijack the group and essentially exploit countless people. Usually there's rankings, there's levels, uh, and you can raise the, the, the levels you go as you spiritually refine yourself to be more like God. And the person at the top is God's, so to speak, right-hand man, uh, and he's the most or she's the most spiritually refined. So this is obviously, ideally, this is the case, but practically speaking, he or she is usually somebody with, like I mentioned, a God complex, uh, an addiction to power and control, and highly spiritually narcissistic. And the way I see it, I see religion as training wheels. Uh, you know, obviously, every person needs to find their own way spiritually. Religion can't do the spirituality for you. It could offer the sort of training wheels, metaphorically, so that you can understand it in context of another person's uh, you know, connection to, to source or God, but you got to go on on your own. You got to explore. You got to find your way. Uh, to continue this metaphor, religion, essentially, people who stay in religion, the way I see it, 
haven't necessarily searched and found their own specific way, and they have, therefore they've never taken off the training wheels, and they are stuck spiritually uh, in primitive ways of operating and never reaching their true spiritual potential. So those are some of the issues that I see with religion. That's how I understand religion. Of course, I grew up in an extremely religious, orthodox Jewish home, and it exploited religion in the worst way. I would say I was extremely narcissistically abused, religiously abused, spiritually abused uh, by people who use religion in the worst way. They exploited God. Uh, they used it for the wrong things. And therefore, obviously, I'm very aware of the damaging effects of religion. I know many people benefit from religion and, and more power to them, but I also think that in many ways, it offers a crutch and doesn't actually allow you to reach your full spiritual potential. So now I want to talk about spirituality. Spirituality honors the individual's spirit. And spirituality, by definition, is simply the connection of one's spirit to higher consciousness or the, the, the oneness of the one spirit. Spirituality doesn't necessarily need religion. It doesn't need rules. It's not about that. Spirituality is just about you finding the connection to your higher self. And the way I interpret that is finding the connection to your authentic self. I believe that we are all one, and we are all part of this one consciousness. It's our bodies, it's our egos, it's our mind that compartmentalize us and separate us. So when we explore our true self, which is not the mind, it's not the thoughts, it's not our ego, it's not our body, it's our true soul, when we explore that, what we end up realizing is that, again, we are all part of this this higher consciousness. So the more you find your true self, the more you find your you know you, your unique place uh, in the cosmos and the world. And as a result of that, you feel connected to higher consciousness, and then you feel connected to all that is other people, inanimate beings, just all of existence, as well as higher consciousness and to what most people I believe call God. So. At the core of it, it's all about being your authentic self and finding out who you are, discovering this true self that exists, whether you realize it or not, or whether you are aware of it or not, or whether you have explored it yet. So when you are truly you and you refine your character, and every day you become more and more refined as a person, you become more and more like your true self, this allows you to become more connected to, to yourself. And because you are God or you are source within you, Essentially, you become connected to all that is. So I hope that makes sense, but that's sort of how I understand spirituality compared to, like I mentioned earlier, religion. Spirituality comes from soul. Religion, I believe, comes from the ego. Religion is about groupthink, which is based on codependency and codependent thinking. Uh, spirituality celebrates the individual and sees the power of each separate part as a part of a larger whole. Religion disempowers in the name of higher consciousness, in the name of one. It, it makes you sacrifice your individuality. Uh, it makes you sacrifice your separateness for the, for the one. Uh, and spirituality empowers your individuality because it realizes that when you are more powerful, then everyone becomes more powerful. And it allows you to explore your own individuality and your own infinite divinity. Uh, religion as I see it, is systemized spirituality, and people cannot be systemized. If you try to create a system and put people through a system, it usually falls apart because spirituality, the, the individual, uh, you know, every person is not cookie cutter. Every person has nuances. Every person is different, and every person has the obligation to explore themselves, to find out who they are and what they have to offer 
in the world and what, what is our place in the universe. And every person must find their pathway back to source based on their unique mind, body, and spirit. No one can do this for you. So when you rely on religion to do the thinking for you, to do the feeling for you, and to, to essentially uh, borrow a state of consciousness from a religion, you're not really being yourself. You're not exploring it. Even if you agree with it, you've got to find a way to make it your own. Now, while there are many benefits to religion, and some of those benefits include feeling connected to other people, being a part of something bigger than oneself, and learning from other people who have walked the spiritual pathway, no one can evolve spiritually for you. You cannot outsource your spiritual growth. Uh, you know, Religion can offer tips and insights. It can offer metaphors and, and, and guidance and, and, and insights, but only you can truly discover the innate, infinite spirit within you. Uh, to outsource it and to use religion in that way is, in, in essence, like a drug, uh, and a quite potent drug, I might add. Now, religion, like I mentioned, is philosophical. It's an ideal, philosophical, utopian, almost perfect world. And many people who have been wounded and traumatized, abandoned, rejected, hurt, uh, feel great grief and loss, what they'll do is they'll escape into it, and it offers a sort of a refuge, uh, soothing many of these great pains, these losses, these confusions, and these traumas. But because of this reason, it is so easily exploited, and it almost becomes eventually narcissistically abusive and controlling and exploits many good-meaning, kind, compassionate, uh, wonderful people, which is the way I see it, extremely tragic. People, as I see it, do not need religion, although it has its benefits. What people need is connection to themselves and connection to higher self, connection to source, connection to God, whatever you want to call it, connection to universe. And with that connection, they can heal their entire life. So it does come down to connection. Religion offers connection, but that connection oftentimes gets exploited. And I want to finish off with one of my favorite quotes. This one is by David Bowie. He says, religion is for people who fear hell. Spirituality is for people who have already been there. So if this podcast resonates with you, if you have been religiously abused and you have a very difficult, you will probably have a very difficult time connecting to God because that avenue of connection or source has been exploited. So if this is a struggle for you, please allow me to help you heal that relationship, usually that has gone wrong with our parents and then maybe our culture, our religion, so you can realize that true source is infinitely kind, compassionate, healthy, loving, abundant. It is not exploited. It is not narcissistic. It is not guilting and shaming and, and rejecting and critical. It is, it is accepting. And therefore, the point is to govern yourself in a healthy way, in a loving way. And if you're struggling to do this, if you have an inner critic that's just tyrannical and, and just abusive and using gospel to just berate you, uh, please understand that's probably because of the way you were raised from your parents and from their religious choices, which, by the way, they probably chose that because of, of their desire to escape or, or use religion to soothe. So allow me to help you heal that so you can really create that healthy relationship to source to yourself, really. Uh, in a healthy way, one that allows for healing uh, to create the most authentic, healthy, abundant life that you possibly can. So I offer a free 15-minute consultation. Definitely reach out and, and, and speak to me and discuss how I can uh, be of service to you on that healing journey. Uh, my email is info at yitzepstein.com. My phone is 818-210-6049. I want to thank you all so very much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the very best.